0: Is the handwriting on the wall for your business what the heck does handwriting on the wall mean well in one of the companies that i worked for back in my corporate days we literally had or i discovered after being there for quite some time as the department had that we had a whaler's wall or a crying wall we had a wall underneath the mezzanine where everybody under the sun in that particular department would write in permanent marker on a white wall there Complaints they're bitching they're moaning they're whining their criticism their judgment of pretty much everybody else in the organization and Everybody else outside the organization. It was politics. It was religion. It was it was women. It was it was very um, Inappropriate from a diversity standpoint And it ended up having to be painted over and removed because it was gonna get the company into a lot of trouble so Literally there can be handwriting in a wall this dates back this idiom this saying this belief this thought dates all the way back to the Old Testament when the king of Babylon had a vision in a dream that there was handwriting on a wall and some mysterious words I can't remember but Daniel was called in to to decipher and translate the the words and the words basically were a prophecy that the kingdom was going to fall and it eventually did fall which led to the saying or the adoption of this saying that the handwriting's on the wall, and it usually means something bad is gonna happen. It's kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop, like we talked about yesterday, that we're waiting for something bad to happen. Now, I say, yeah, that's what it's meant in the past, but it doesn't have to mean that for you. Is the handwriting on the wall for you and your business that you're just gonna kick butt and take names and be a super successful, super-sized business? I say, grab the pen, Permanent markers better than a highlighter, but a highlighter is good too and write on the wall what you want What you want to create and then go out and create that so often we let things outside of us the environment the economy politics religion beliefs mostly it's our beliefs that get in our way of Creating what it is that we want and it's beliefs like thinking that Something is a bad prophecy thinking that we don't know what to do. It's really interesting Been hanging out with my granddaughter, and when she was about two, all of a sudden she started saying, "I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know." And well, a lot of it was, "I don't know what I prefer," and I'm like, "You totally know what you prefer." And now I noticed she stopped saying, "I don't know." She might say, "Well, I don't know how to do that," and then I'll say, "Well, I'll show you," but we always know. If we're paying attention and that's the biggie is if we're paying attention we always know and can sense what's going on around us we know if we're getting involved with a with the wrong person or with what I call a bad business partner at this point because the first time I didn't I didn't know because I wasn't open to and I wasn't paying attention and I got involved with a really really bad business partner now once I discovered they were a bad business partner, I had to take action and steps and figure out how to untangle myself from that. But it wasn't after a whole lot of mass destruction and, and consequences happened in my life. So now, guess what? Whenever it comes time to, to join forces with somebody to do anything, I really have to trust my gut. And I do trust my gut. And I ask myself and I listen because I'm open to, to paying attention to if it really feels like a good fit and the right fit for me and you need to do that with with everything suppliers vendors partners business partners joint venture people that you will you know let you'll decide to do things with people who you'll promote and people who will promote you or or sponsor you and that you'll sponsor Um, and you know anyway you look at that or you'll affiliate yourself with or join forces with on anything any project um it's it's interesting we can interpret each of these things any way that we choose and it's a matter of if we're being open-minded or not or Closed-minded or not and part of why i'm doing this and talking about these little idioms every day in case you haven't figured it out yet Is because i personally want to be more open-minded I want to be able to perceive and look at my world from different viewpoints I don't want to just always look at it based on my own experiences and things that i've I've done, seen, had, felt, and experienced in the past. I want to be open minded enough to say, well, yep, that's what this means. That's what this book says this means. But what does it mean to me? Because that's what's most important. What does it mean to me? How am I going to interpret this? And better yet, how am I going to use this to propel me in the direction I want to go? Prophecy. When did when does we decide that prophecy means something bad or it's a bad negative prophecy? I think it's probably from all the doom and gloom, you know, world and stock market and whatever else, things where we prophesize that things are gonna happen bad and, and be bad. But we don't have to. We can prophesize that things are gonna work out perfectly for us because they pretty much always do, right? So today I challenge you to write some handwriting on the wall. Put the handwriting on the wall of what it is that you want to see and create for your life and for your business. And I'll, of course, be with you tomorrow. Bye.